Welcome to Digging In, Missouri Farm Bureau's podcast. I am your host this week, Garrett Hawkins, and I'm proud to serve as your president. I'm really thrilled to to be able to introduce uh, one of the newest members of the Farm Bureau team as a part of the content for this week's episode of Digging In. So I am joined by Ben Travelos. Again, some of you are probably going to say, wait a second, I've heard that name before. And in fact, you have. Uh I'm going to introduce Ben, and I'm going to have him give a little bit of his background, but you're going to find that uh, there's a strong tie to to Farm Bureau service through the years, and I almost feel like uh, we've brought Ben home. So Ben Travelos has joined our team as the new Director of State and Local um, Affairs, so I'd like to tell Ben that he will be handling the never-ending portfolio of fun um, and that is the expansive Farm Bureau policy book and all the issues that you, our members, have developed through the years and put into the policy book that give us our direction as to action to pursue at the state level, um, both in the legislative branch as well as the executive branch. So that's just a little teaser for, for Ben. So, Ben, welcome to your first podcast. Thank so, you. yeah, tell tell our listeners about you. So absolutely. So uh, like Garrett said, my name is Ben Travelos. I'm originally from Ashland, Missouri, which is a town in between Columbia and Jefferson City. Um, I did not necessarily grow up on a farm, but I was heavily involved in 4-H and FFA. And my uh, grandpa had a bit of land outside of town. And so I uh, grew up in the wood shop with him and uh, raised some sweet corn out in the past year. And, uh, but I would definitely say that 4-H and FFA is how I got uh, my foot in the door in the agriculture industry. I decided to attend college at Missouri State University, just like you did, Garrett. Um, I I got, uh, just like you, Dr. Anson Elliott to blame for that one. (laughs) Um, But I did my undergraduate degree in agriculture business there. And uh, like you said, that's really where I first got introduced to uh, Missouri Farm Bureau through the collegiate chapter there at Missouri State. And uh, I remember sitting down with Dr. Anson Elliott and Jim Bellis talking about the different organizations that were available there at Missouri State University and the Dar College of Agriculture. And one of the first ones they suggested to me was, you need to join Collegiate Farm Bureau. And uh, to say that I was hooked right off the bat is an understatement. Um, It definitely quickly became a family for me, uh, from being involved there at the collegiate level to going to state events and even national events. I got to go to Washington, D.C. with Missouri Farm Bureau one spring, got to serve as the Collegiate Farm Bureau president. Uh, helping host events there at the college level, also being involved in the policy development process. Uh, the list goes on and on. And I was fortunate enough even able to uh, to do an internship with Missouri Farm Bureau, and that was actually while I was in graduate school working on my thesis project. And it was a collaborative research project between Missouri State and uh, Missouri Farm Bureau, actually. And so, um, like you said, uh, I did... Uh, do a couple of different jobs outside after college, but um, definitely feels like I'm coming home in a way, and I'm really excited for the opportunity to be rejoining the Farm Bureau family, if you will. So I still remember when you were collegiate president and came to address the state resolutions committee at open hearing and present ideas from your chapter that you had surfaced. So for many years, you've had a respect for how policies make it into the Farm Bureau policy book because, you know, they come from the grassroots. So, you know, tell us a little bit about how Farm Bureau kind of honed or or, um, excited you about just the policy arena because you've spent some time in the state capitol in recent years before you got to Farm Bureau. So so tell us a little bit about that. You know, that's just something that I – 
started in FFA and then really was um, expanded by my involvement in Collegiate Farm Bureau, like you said, going through the policy development process of getting to work on the issues important to farmers and ranchers. There's just something about being able to serve on the front line dealing with the current issues facing the agriculture industry that just excites me. And like you said, I think the strength of organizations like Missouri Farm Bureau, especially Missouri Farm Bureau, is the policies are developed by the farmer and rancher members. It comes from the grassroots, and then that goes through the whole policy development process. And then we as staff then get to work with elected officials and get to introduce them to our members and push those policies forward to make sure that we are uh, as decisions are being made by our elected officials that Missouri Farm Bureau members and farmers and ranchers and rural Missourians uh, priorities are top of mind as decisions are being made in the state capitol and even at the federal level. So in your role at Farm Bureau, you, you have some um, administration experience having done a stint at the State Department of Agriculture and then most recently uh, you serve the members of the Missouri Corn Growers Association. Yes. So, so talk a little bit about those experiences um, yeah. and how that help has helped prepare you for the opportunity before you now. Yep, absolutely. So uh, like Garrett said, my, my first job after graduate school was at the Missouri Department of Agriculture in the director's office. And I was uh, brought on as the emergency management officer, actually. And uh, I was supposed to be doing some legislative work while I was there at the department, but um it was spring of 2019, and I was doing emergency management work. Well, for those that live and work in the Missouri and Mississippi River bottoms, know that 2019 was the year of the most recent flood event. And so I tell people that I got baptized by floodwaters <laughs> into the adult world. And That's so, no joke. Yep. So I, I definitely had to uh, learn river issues quick, serving in that role. Um, and uh, it was a definitely a growing experience for me uh, dealing with those those really serious issues that farmers uh, along the river bottoms were were facing with the major flood event. And so um, I would say that was uh, an opportunity for me to really learn as quickly as I could and how I could serve farmers um, from the administrative perspective. Um, it was a different perspective for sure to mm -hmm. coming from the regulatory no uh, angle, which I know you are definitely well aware of having served in the roles that you have. Um, I was there at the Department of Ag for a short period of time, honestly. Uh, it was about a six-month stint or so. I wanted, uh, quite honestly, wanted to stay longer, but an opportunity presented itself to, uh, to join the team at the Missouri Corn Growers Association working on uh, state, federal, and regulatory policy. And so um, was able to uh, have that opportunity and join the team at Missouri Corn Growers. I was there for about two and a half years, uh, again, working on a, a wide range of policy issues, uh, primarily from wearing the corn growers hat. And so, um, as you can imagine, a lot of overlapping issues between corn growers and, and Missouri Farm Bureau. Uh, but it was definitely a fun ride. But again, I would like to go back to I'm, I'm really excited to be rejoining the Missouri Farm Bureau family. So, you know, when I think about the issues that, that our members put forth through policy development, ultimately the policy book that essentially is our guide, right? You know, I like to tell folks outside of Farm Bureau that our members have positions on everything from agritourism and zoning to everything in between. What do you think, is, what most excites you about this expansive portfolio that you're going to be handling uh, in the state capitol? And what do you think some of the biggest challenges are that, that our members should be thinking about? Absolutely. Well, I think one of the things that excites me is 
because it is grassroots driven and membership driven and it is a wide expanding portfolio uh, that is in the policy book but the the good thing is is we have such a diverse membership that we have experts somewhere on any given topic if there's a topic that maybe Ben Travelos is not well versed on I guarantee there is somebody in our membership that can help bring me up to speed and that I can help facilitate if there is a big issue maybe happening there in the state capitol you know what I have a uh, there's a Missouri Farm Bureau member that I think you need to sit down and talk with and so that's something that I think excites me is knowing that um, there's a team effort that can take place to make sure that our policies as a whole for farmers and ranchers in the state of Missouri uh, get handled the way that they should. As far as challenges, um, looking back at this last state legislative session, I mean, there were some big wins for the agriculture industry. Um, I know Missouri Farm Bureau and the other ag groups were definitely focused on uh, eminent domain reform. You know, there is nothing more fundamental in my mind to owning and operating a farm than property rights and being able to have while maybe it wasn't the exact win that we were hoping for, um, it was a huge win that we had in this last state legislative session. That being said, and I've heard you say this, uh, that was a first step. There, there's more that can be done in this realm for protecting private property rights looking forward. And so that's one area in which I see opportunity moving forward. Great. You know, we're never at a loss for things to work on. And I think you're, you're finding that out here in your first few weeks. And, Absolutely. You know, and I appreciate... You know, obviously, Emily Leroy is our senior advisor, ran Stopgap in the Capitol as our face uh, there. And, and the two of you know each other well and have worked together closely during the session. And so it's a smooth transition from that point. But this session really is a, a place to build from, is how I see it. It really was a banner of year across the board when you look at just how few of bills are making it to the governor's desk. And, and just when you look at what what we were able to accomplish, all of us working together. It really is exciting. And, and yes, you're recognizing that it is only the beginning, particularly in area issue areas like property rights, where we know we have much more to do. Um, Absolutely. Uh, and in even broader sense, because in this case, the session was really focused on high voltage transmission lines. Right. And, and we know there are other issues coming down the pike that our members will want to talk about and ultimately address with uh, the legislature. So, so just a few things there, you know, Ben, as you look at the summer months, you know, some folks say, well, it's the off season. Um, tell us a little bit about what you're working on now. So, uh, what I would say is that the 2023 state legislative session has already begun the day that the previous state session ends in my mind, that's when the next one begins. There's a lot of work that happens in the interim. Uh, there's, uh, elected officials who are already discussing ideas for this next legislative session and they are reaching out and we're uh, collaborating with them brainstorming with them as to what ideas that are important for Missouri's farmers and ranchers can we be working on during the interim leading up to the state legislative session and so um, it's exciting it's all like you said there's always something to work on um, now again this is week three for me uh, here being a full-time staffer for Missouri Farm Bureau so I'm definitely uh, working on getting my feet under me, but one of the big exciting things that we're working on is uh, all in regards to our PAC structure, which is sort of built off of the newly passed congressional map, actually, that was just passed by the state legislature this uh, last session. And so that's been taking up uh, a bit of time. Uh, and again, just trying to get my feet under me, but it's always exciting. Well, you come at a great time. It is an election year. 
which brings a whole host of opportunity and activity for Farm Bureau and its grassroots members. And I'm sure we'll be talking a lot more about that in the weeks to come. Uh, in the meantime, though, Ben will be a part of the team that's helping staff our state resolutions committee as we gear up for our open hearing, which marks the beginning of our grassroots policy development process. So that is coming up next week. Um, as usual, we are never bored and we're always uh, finding ways to serve you, our members. And as Ben noted, uh, the work is already underway for the 2023 legislative session. That's the beauty of having a policy book like the Farm Bureau Policy Book. It is a book of opportunity uh, that has been given to us by you, our members. And that certainly is something that's taken seriously by Ben and our entire legislative team that's working to serve you. So, Ben, any closing thoughts you want to leave with members? No, uh, again, just excited to be rejoining the Missouri Farm Bureau family. There's a lot of uh, familiar faces amongst Farm Bureau membership uh, from my time interning and from my time in Collegiate Farm Bureau. And uh, I know on the uh, weekly Capital Connection uh, program that Missouri Farm Bureau has, I would see members in the hallway, and it was always awesome to be able to see them. And now I'm even more excited to be able to uh, fully work alongside the members that comprise Missouri Farm Bureau. Ben, how can people find you besides going to MOFB.org and finding you in the staff directory? How can people find me? Yeah. Well, Do you have an email address? Absolutely. My, my email is uh, ben.travlos at MOFB.org. Okay. You heard it there. Ben Ben.travelos at MOFB.org. Thank you, Ben. Uh, make sure keep Ben in mind during county annual meeting season and other events. He is looking forward to getting to meet uh, a lot of you in the weeks and months ahead. And that's a wrap for this week's Digging In podcast. Thank you and look forward to joining you again here in the near future. Take care.